The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. On the BetQL Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. I think I did. I got it. I probably got it that time, right? That was great. Early enough. That was right. That was right on the nose. Yeah. I kind of like don't and like you. that. That, that yeah. like we're on like this delay. I kind of don't like that. I like to like nail the music because then I like on Friday. Like I love doing like the the first we dance. During locomotive, but I, am I not hitting it on the mark when like people listen to it in podcast? Not even no close. chance. Yeah. Well, not even close. What about by that you mean level like two seconds off? Yeah, like a second or two seconds. Yeah. That's, that's it's actually that's actually like very frustrating to me. Like I actually wish like I didn't know that. I okay. Just, like, well, that well, ignorance. Plan accordingly. You could say like, but now we dance early in the song, and then it just comes up for the part that you want to dance on. Yeah, I guess. I guess I want. I want the locomotive want to is. Uh, yeah, that's the locomotive still runs. It's on time no matter what, whether you're dancing or not. So you can do whatever you want. Uh, I want to hit the post if possible. I like to hit the post. Okay, uh, great final hour of the show on the way. 
bets of steel coming up in 40 minutes oh, or hockey yes. bets for tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the never been more excited for an end of show segment in the history of this show than this segment this week. It's <laughs> just like it's every gonna be, day. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We'll also give you our bets for game two of the NLCS with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Uh, the spoiler alert. Um, does anyone like Arizona? Probably not in the game. I certainly don't. I'm, I'm done betting on the Diamondbacks in this series. Hopefully they win the series for some of my futures. I'm not optimistic. Uh, Jason Sobel, 20 minutes from now. Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, giving us bets for the Zozo in Japan. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Golf bets. Uh, how about this? I'm going to win this. I'm, I'm going to have the winning golfer this week. I will call your shot. golf bets tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to call. Oh, hell yeah. I'm calling my shot tomorrow. So the three of half us will field, all call half our field's shots Asian. tomorrow. When 70 yeah. of the golfers are Asian, I, I like your odds. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby. I can't wait for it coming up tomorrow on a uh, magnificent, uh, wonderful Golf Wednesday. Three words that start with uh, with G. Um, but for now, we continue on with our handicap of Week 7 in the NFL, and we'll give you the games that we've already bet for Week 7 in the National Football League. Jake, bring the music back up here. Just on uh, Dolphins and Eagles. I love your thought on the over of the game. I actually think like the total should maybe be like a couple points higher. So I'm with you on the over. As far as the side goes, I... I, I, I kind of can't shake this feeling that I have, and it's not like there's no reporting on this. I don't have any sources. This is just my personal opinion here. I don't think Jalen Hurts is fully healthy. Um, he's played games that haven't been great before. Have we seen him play like it? Like like the inner, it was so uncharacteristic of him. Like some of the decisions that he made, some like the throws that he made. I feel like he's not right physically. Now I could be wrong about that, and he could go for four hundred passing yards and a run for 100 yards and have five touchdowns. And, you know, Wednesday through Friday, no reporting on a Jalen Hurts injury, and I may be willing to change my tune. But if, like, start to hear whispers that may, maybe something's up with Hurts, I, I think the Dolphins are probably just going to win. Um, so I got nothing on this game right now. Uh, I'm not as bullish as you can on the Eagles, but I think you make a really good case for Philadelphia. But I do think you made an awesome case for the over. And also, I know you said it's kind of like the same thing. But just like if if people out there think, hey, maybe the Miami offense is if it steps up in class against like a defense like this on the road, maybe they don't perform as well, and you don't want to bet the over for the game, Ken, I don't know how you listen to what you said and not like the Eagles team total over twenty seven and a half with the handicap that you just gave in the last segment, honestly. Yeah, it's just it's red zone efficiency is going to be the tale of whether I had, they're going to get in they're going to have red zone opportunities in the game almost. Well, I mean, there's it's a certainty that they will have a lot of them. You know, the red zone offense is 23rd right now in the NFL, and there's a chance that it shows up. And it's just the thing is, is like, OK, but you also have to play like a defense that can stop anyone like cool. Like the, the Eagles, we've talked about this with the Eagles before, and I actually think it applies to this game, too. The reason why you would be worried about them in a postseason setting is like the new coordinators and the game plan and adjustments. And those are things like against like a big time opponent in a playoff spot like you play San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Like you probably have to have a great game plan. You probably have to make great adjustments. Your coaches have to be really good, probably, to have some idea how to how to navigate that game and win it. Maybe you're just more talented, but like against San Francisco, you're probably not. Super Bowl against Kansas City, if you get a rematch, same thing. And like, I don't think that's what this is. Miami's defense is a sieve. Like that's this isn't a playoff. This isn't a playoff defense. This isn't a 500 team defense. Their offense is just so otherworldly good. That hasn't mattered, but like, I don't know how you shake. Like, we all watched the Chargers game week one. We all watched the Bills game. I just like, aside from like luck 
and like fumble luck and random bounces. Like, tell me how the Eagles offense isn't doing what those two teams did. Like, tell me how that's not happening. So I just, and if that's the case and it's like, well, Miami's going to do the same thing. Like, are they, that's not what Buffalo was. Like, are they definitely going to do that? Is, is Tua going to be under a ton of pressure in this game from the Eagles defensive front? Maybe that really like affected them against Buffalo and some of the plays. So like, okay, like maybe, maybe. And we injury reports going to be a lot like, are the Eagles getting anyone back? Is Lane Johnson definitely out? Ankle sprain seems like, I think like more closer to not playing than playing, but like, we'll see. I just, okay. Like there are ways the Eagles are a weaker team. I just like, why is this different than the Chargers game and the Bills game? It's like I, the Eagles offense is at least that competent in this kind of a game to be able to score that many points. All right, let's do a couple of minutes on the Niners and Vikings, and then we'll do the games we've already bet week seven in the NFL. So Monday Night Football coming up in Minnesota. San Francisco in between a six-and-a-half and a, a seven-point road favorite. Total in the game is 44. Vikings coming off the win against Tyson Bajent and the Chicago Bears. Niners coming off their first loss of the season at P.J. Walker. I can't believe these are like – Think about the two sentences I just uttered in succession right. there. P.J. <laughs> Walker and, and the and the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, injury stuff up in the air for San Francisco. None bigger than Christian McCaffrey. Oblique injury. I, I think he's like 50-50 to play at this point. That We'll see about Debo. Looks like he's going to play. We'll see about Trent Williams. So some injury stuff that we have to figure out, Ken, with the 49ers here. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Niners and Vikings on Monday night. And, and just worth noting, a player who they didn't have against the Browns from the jump and knew they didn't, Dre Greenlaw didn't play in that game either. So he and Warner together make like a really good linebacking tandem. Like, I, you know, just there's a, there's a lot going on from the Niners injury standpoint. This was uh, this was a really interesting opener. So I was texting with somebody uh, or maybe DMing, whatever. I was talking to somebody on Monday morning and they were like, is there anything you'd bet right now? Just because you think we trade information. Sometimes he bets for me on some stuff. He's like, is there anything you'd bet right now? Just thinking it's going to move. Not that you like think that's going to happen in the game or you think this team's going to win. Just like, what do you think's not going to be there? And I go, the, the first thing I said, I think was a couple of the unders in the quarterback games. Like I was like, the Raiders under's probably going down. I think like Lawrence hadn't come out yet, but there were like a couple things. I was like some unders. And he goes like, well, what about spreads? And I go, the Niners sevens are never lasting. Like the Viking sevens rather are never lasting. Like that number is coming off seven. Like it just is. There'll be some skepticism about who's going to play for San Francisco. It's a key number with a home team that got a ton of credit against Kansas City. And I know Jefferson played in that game, but like that's how people think about Minnesota, I think, as like a team that you want to play on in the close games, even if they're hurt. And I go, that does, that's not what I think is going to happen in the game. I just think that number is like definitely moving and came off seven. So like, oh, like you were right. Like, well, why didn't you bet it? Because I think they're going to get flattened. <laughs> like, that's what, like, why would I? Now, do I want to bet six and a half on the road not knowing injuries? No, of course not. Do I want to tease not knowing injuries? No, of course not. I mean, there's a massive difference between these teams. I mean, like an unbelievable difference. So, like, this will be a really interesting test of the Vikings theory. And the Vikings theory is that every single game they play turns into a one-possession game. They played, what, six games this year? They played six one-possession games. Doesn't matter. Good team, bad team, terrible team, best team in the league. Doesn't matter. One possession game. Can the can they do that to San Francisco? And how the hell do they do it? <laughs> like I, I don't even know. I don't even know. The, like I, I have visions of McCaffrey for a billion yards if he plays, and if he doesn't, somebody else for a billion yards. Um, I just I think the number is at least right. Uh, I would only bet San Francisco in these markets better injury report later in the week maybe find ways to play them but it will be an interesting test of this vikings close game theory that everybody has yeah i think uh i think the theory will prove to be bankrupt after this week is my guess uh i agree with you just on 
you know? Like, it, sure. they, they just play close games against everybody. I don't know. I just don't know how they're, I don't know how they're getting it here. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong a lot. I could definitely be wrong about this. Just, like, conceptualize how the game is going to be played on the field. I have a couple of questions. Question, num question number one. How are, how are the Vikings going to score? Question number two. How are the Niners not scoring 30? Now, maybe like McCaffrey doesn't play and Debo doesn't play and Trent Williams doesn't play. It's like, I'm not making the bet now. But we get a good injury report for San Francisco. I, I, think, I think seven and a half I wouldn't bet. I'd lay seven with San Francisco if I knew everyone was playing in the game. And, I, and I'll bet against the theory. Which, by the way, we've talked about a lot on the show also with Minnesota. I bet the Vikings against the Chiefs. It's not like I'm like like anti-Minnesota. I just year. We we were the captains of like tease Minnesota over a possession in every game you just win. Like we like we basically invented that last year, and it's held true this year. They've literally played every game to one possession. I don't like it in this game against this team against this opponent without Justin Jefferson. I think San Francisco is going to annihilate them in the game, uh, and I'll lay seven if I have to coming up later in the week. But I want to get I want to get some injury information here. Uh, seven yeah, so and I, a half, I think... I'd be like maybe Minnesota, but like six and a half, seven only San Francisco. So I think you're like, you're lay San Francisco, like not no matter what, but like big that like, that's a really confident bet. I'm kind of more like, I would never bet Minnesota. Do I want to bet San Francisco? What injury report do I need to make the bet? What number do I need to make the bet? Like, do I just want, if everybody plays, do I want to just tease them? Because like maybe the Vikings can like create a close game like they've done. So I, we're sort of, we're both on the same side of this. I feel like this is, this sounds like the thing that you're the most confident in. Like of any game that we've talked about from a from a side standpoint, I guess Denver would be the other one today that you were really confident in. Would that be safe in saying like on the entire board, Denver, San Francisco, provided you get the injury report that you want? I think um I well, if Lawrence is gonna play Jacksonville, I love oh, sure. uh and I and I love Seattle. I actually think Denver is probably fourth on that list, but but it's on the list oh, wow. of the four. It's quite a depth chart. Yeah, because I, I think people remember how bullish you were on on Denver. It just means you have a lot of stuff that you like this week, which is good. So I, and I don't I don't have Jaguars, as many signs, I like. Yeah, Jaguars, Seahawks, Niners, Broncos. I think are the four that Lions. I like the most. Oh, and I love the Lions too. Yeah, those are my five big for week my for you. MGM board of Busy tomorrow. week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. A, a big love week. It. That's well, really and good. I, and, I, uh, and I I don't think I I don't think I've, I I don't think I've bet anything yet of these. Well, no, I bet the Jaguars today. Just to, well, do you, to do you want to do that segment here real quick? Because we like literally won't have yeah. time to do it on the other side. Why don't we do that? Uh, right go here? ahead, Jake. Uh, Jake, the games we've already bet, the sitcom music. All right, coming up at the conclusion of whatever. Uh, Ken, what are the games you've already bet for week seven in the NFL? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, not, not that much in the account yet, um, but like a lot a lot going on from a uh from a going to bet standpoint and just like want to see how the market goes so uh thursday night if lawrence is gonna play and that seems possible i still love the under but i can probably get a better number once he plays uh otherwise i'm gonna try to snap up like 39 39 and a half if he's out gonna play the under in the game no matter what maybe jacksonville like the under even more honestly in a saints game um trying to talk myself into playing tampa at less than three but haven't done it yet vegas bears uh, I think there's like no bottom to how low the total should be. Uh, I like the under, like not sure when to bet it, but I'm not even sure if I'm going to, if it gets that low, but like would only bet the under in the game. Um, 
Browns Colts. We haven't talked about this game. Oh, like, do we want to play another Steichen over? Let's get an injury report later in the week with Watson. Uh, might bet the under in the game. Like my projection really, really liked the under with uh, cut the Browns defense against Gardner Minshew. Like I just, are the Colts scoring in the game? Would be a good question to ask. Uh, going to start to really like the Lions if the weather stays bad. Like the under in the game, whether it's rain or shine like the under in that game a lot that might be a bet i make soon because that's going to be a weather under people start playing that literally might be a bet i make like in the next five minutes um would only bet the bills tease the giants that's it love the over in arizona seattle eagles and the over in that game and the over in packers broncos those are all going to be bets this week almost for sure uh, I uh, hold on. I'm uh, okay. I just bet the under in the Lions Ravens game. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for for giving me the opportunity to do so. Uh, we'll go down the list here. Uh, like Ken just did uh, Thursday night. Uh, I bet Jaguars plus three. It was a number grab after the Trevor Lawrence videos emerged. If he plays in the game and it's like it's Saints minus one or Jags minus one, I like Jacksonville. Raiders and Bears, like, not nothing for now. I need to think a little bit more about that. I agree with Ken's assessment of the Browns and the Colts. Bills and the Patriots is like, let's make sure Josh Allen's good to go and, like, te- tease the hell out of Buffalo if this is what the number's going to be. Commanders and Giants, I like teasing the Giants up. Also, I also think the Giants are going to win the game. But let's wait to see what the injury report looks like. Falcons and Bucks, nothing for now. I like teasing Atlanta if the number's going to stay two and a half. I'm going to bet two and a half. I'm going to bet the Lions for sure would like a three and a half if possible, but I'll take three. I bet the under. Steelers and the Rams, only considering the Steelers. Seahawks and the Cardinals, over. And I love Seattle. I think they win big. I love the Broncos against the Packers. I'm probably going to bet the Chargers, and it's going to make me sick against the Chiefs. The Dolphins and the Eagles, nothing for now. And would only bet the 49ers on Monday night on the road at the Minnesota Vikings. And those are the games we've already bet and are targeting for Week 7 in the NFL. Bets of steel and baseball bets coming up to close the show. But coming up next, golf bets. Sozo Japan with Jason Sobel. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus